0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
2: Oh, he had another one. He, had, I just read one this. Uh, uh, where, is this the one we were talking about, Travis Kelsey? Oh, I heard about the. I didn't see that. Yeah, he had Travis Kelsey retiring. My,
3: uh, Michelle, Taf-
2: oh, Michelle I Tafoya see. Yeah, yeah, brought that one up too. I saw there. that. Yeah.
3: Um. Yeah, so who knows what's happened with that one? The crazy thing is had a
2: had a Manning cast with <laughs> with his <laughs> brother.
3: The crazy thing is um, um. Uh, our boys, man. The Morning Rose. They were talking about this stuff on on Thursday or Friday or something like that. Thursday, and I I, I guess I got to hear the context, but like I think people are making way too much out of that because because the story goes. Kyle Shanahan, something about Brock being the starting quarterback. And Kyle was like, well, unless Tom Brady comes out of retirement, then, yeah, you're the starting quarterback. It sounded like he was, like, just talking. Like, Tom Brady's the greatest. Like, it would take something seismic. It felt like it was in gist, right? Like, just joking around. Mm -hmm. But now, Florio's reporting on it. My guys on the morning roast, they did, like, the whole damn four hours about he's not sold on Brock Purdy.
2: Uh, Coe. So, didn't wasn't Brock the one who said it? Yeah. Okay. Because Brock, I I, 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 okay. I don't know. It's out there. You can read Brock Purdy's words. It's not an interpretation of what Brock Purdy said. Like Brock Purdy said it. Like mm-hmm. his quote is out there. Um, I, I, I don't know. Let's welcome in our IT guy, James Sam. <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna say if they if they go
1: zero thirty one. In fourth quarter and uh, games that they're trailing by seven in the fourth quarter, then I got to be honest. Bill Belichick is if Bill Belichick is available, then he's my head coach next season. Like <laughs> they, straight up,
3: like are you so being they,
2: serious? If they would have like, lost, you, you want a
3: fire Chin in?
2: Are you being serious? At what point do you have to? Not he now. Sucks
1: when, when you're says, not winning when he can't get your team over the hump for four four times no you do not nah. fire kyle
2: shanahan nah. Nah. no nah. hey if no if he if he, was, hey, hey, hey,
1: if he wants hey, to yeah. see the brady thing
3: like oh well if we got brady well he you gotta be
1: honest we got we got I, belichick look here oh
3: Sorry, this is, this is the, i gotta i wanna, I wanna <laughs> maybe i gotta i gotta dive more into this i was not
2: expecting that uh, to start maybe i gotta i gotta
3: dive more into this I never took him seriously. I don't even think when Brock was saying it, he was saying I'm it in saying a serious way. I'm saying it in
2: way. jest as well,
1: but at the same time, like you only he, get so many times to so, make it to be to have the best team in football and not win the championship. Here's the great: so How news. many times
3: does he had the best team in football?
1: One right now. I uh, well certainly right now, but the last hey. couple of years.
2: You could argue that they' there were were a wild multiple card times. team
3: eh. Here, All, every
2: year so I, I, I got I got I got great news one I have the quote two he said it to our friend Nick Wagner so oh, we could right. just ask Nick right. what what the what the tone in this was we did um about this quote yeah because we had him on okay and what did Nick say was the quote because here's the exact quote uh that meant so much to me I remember Shanahan saying if we get Tom Brady, if we can I'm sorry let me start that dump. that meant so much to me. I remember I remember Shanahan saying, if we can get Tom Brady, we're going to try to get him. And I was like, yeah, he's the goat. I get it. But something deep down inside me was sort of like, dude, I just showed you that I can play well in the system. And we were one game away from the Super Bowl. Dot, dot, dot (laughs) more than anything. I was like, okay, now let's go. That's the quote in its entirety. Where the, I don't know what the, those dots can be dangerous, but they're, but they're there. Okay, so
1: I'm just going to point out that you get Brock Purdy into this game and everyone says, "Oh, Brock Purdy's never won the big game. He's never had to make he's never had to come back in a game, right?" Mm-hmm. Well, Which that pre wrong. the 49ers being 0 and 30 in that situation long mm-hmm. predates Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. That's not a Brock Purdy issue as much as it is a Kyle Shanahan issue. If you've never been able to lead a team back, okay? That's a problem, and, you know, the stat just keeps going up, and it's everywhere, right? Oh, my gosh, they're going to go 0-31. And, and I, I guess 1-30 is much better than 0-31 when you're if you're going into the fourth quarter by trailing by seven. But how do we expect Brock Purdy to win a come-from-behind game like that, which is what everyone keeps saying. We need to see him do it when it matters. When your coach has never been able to do it, 30 games he lost. In so, that situation, so, and so I get it, but so I need you. to. That,
3: a lot of that, I'll, I'll put it a little bit into mm-hmm. context. The first three years of Kyle Shannon, they were probably down in the fourth 15. quarter almost all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's probably. I'm not saying all the games. I get but it. That's There's like it's like 36 games alone. The first three, first three games. It also doesn't take into account because of the time period of it all. And I admit it's a crazy stat. But the time period of it all, he came back to lead them to the to the playoffs against the Rams. He came back and go in Green Bay to knock them out of the uh, playoffs uh, in the divisional round in the snow. That, but once again, it doesn't fall into the time frame of what that stat says. So, it's just get washed under the the umbrella of he can never bring a team back. No, I get you, and I and I
1: honestly think that you know it deserves a much larger discussion and like laying all of the stats out. But there are plenty of teams that, over the history of the NBA or the NFL, you get to a certain point and you keep stopping at the same point or around the same point. You got to find someone who can get you over the hump.
2: That's, and that's I'm not under. saying that's that Shanahan
1: fair. has to win a championship this year, but if not this year, when is he going to do it?
3: That's what you said is absolutely fair. I think we're at least three years away from that, at least.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. Three years away from that, there there might not be a Kittle. There might not uh, – there's certainly not going to be a Trent Williams. There's not going to be a Fred Warner. Like, there there might not be. Like, these are – you have windows in the NFL. And if, if a coach can't get you over the hump in that situation, it's same in the NBA. Your coach gets a couple of times going to the playoffs. Then there comes a time where you got to get that other guy who can get you over the hump.
3: And Should the Eagles have tra- uh
1: fired Andy Reid? Mm, probably not, but I, I don't know.
3: Uh, he couldn't do it there. <laughs> he did it without him. No, it he w- did. And it says that wasn't a him problem.
2: Well, maybe. Eagles won too. They did win. Uh, 20 of those 30 losses Win-win. came in 2017 Um, How many when he was hired. 20, 20 of those 30 mm-hmm. came in 2017 2018, when Jimmy G was out for the year and the roster was still rough, and then 2020, where everyone was hurt, including Jimmy and Nick Bosa. So 20 of those 30 losses came in those three years.
1: Would the stat have been better, though, if they flashed it up and it said he's 0-10 in
2: games Mm -hmm. where he's trailing
1: by 7 in the fourth quarter?
2: Well, you tell me, because Kansas City wins 30% of those games. Is that a good number? The league wins like seven percent of those games. Like yeah. would have been the league as a whole wins seven percent of those games. Uh, so it's the zero that gets everybody's right, attention. Right. Like it's oh, yeah. it's a step better now. Like right. Like no, no. it's
3: it's one in thirty one. But but, but let, now this, it's like he got over that. But house, this is got a got distraction.
2: This is I need you to say unequivocally. If the if the Packers had won yesterday, you would have fired Kyle Shanahan. I would have thought long and hard about it.
1: Hmm. And not like any off season. I'm not I'm not saying that like but you do have the greatest NFL coach win wise, the guy who's won the most Super Bowls, sitting there interviewing for jobs all over who if that job right here if this
2: job comes up would just go, I'm in. And we're positive Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time.
3: No. He's
2: got five rings. Yeah, so He's- how many without Tom? Nine. Well, How yeah. I many does he can, Tom have without he can, Bill? He
3: can barely make the playoffs one. without uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, but the, barely make the, the team did, yeah, I was gonna say,
2: did did did, did he make the he playoffs? on your first Mac, year, but you replaced a in the, in
1: legendary coach with a rookie, and it didn't work
2: out. And the guy regressed. I like I like Bill Belichick. I'm, I'm just I'm just saying we're positive a a coach. It's positive. Bill
3: Walsh, still Bill Walsh.
4: Okay,
1: I'm saying if ever there were a position where he would go, oh yeah, I'm I'm in, and have a shot to go win it the next year. This is it. I think Kyle Shanahan
2: is just fine. Maybe James. (laughs) Instant gratification.
1: I I don't know. Instant (laughs) gratification. We're talking about four times now. He's got his team to a spot where you're like, okay. Again, well, context is important. Like
2: reasons. Like look, they lost the Super Bowl to the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, you had last year. Mm -hmm. The Uh, quarterback situation. Which one am I missing? The Rams. And what did the Rams do that year?
3: Won the Super Bowl. You know, you know. Not saying that this gives you like forever immunity or anything like that. You know how many organizations would die for four NFC Championship appearances in five years?
2: You know, it just dawned on me too. Do you know how many organizations would fire their head coaches if Kyle Shanahan became available tomorrow? Not if if James Ham was running. The San Francisco 49ers and 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 fired Kyle Shanahan. Oh, there'd be. Oh, uh, uh, what's what's um, I always forget his name. Eber flus. He gone like there's there's at least six coaches who are out.
1: I'm just saying at some point. Kenny's mystical. How many championships we should have 14? It it has to actually be a ring. It has to be a trophy. And you can't keep saying, "Well, we were close." It's like, okay, you know. Sure, we're
3: not there yet, though. We're not even close. I don't know. Like, we're not even close. Firing?
0: Man. Like fire wow. him? I was like, not you know, <laughs> expecting that. Criticism
3: and and you know and maybe bringing him into your office and talking like, "Hey, this needs to turn around." Yeah, that's one thing. But flat out firing Nah.
1: You might have one more season to Trent Williams. You can't waste them. You can't waste them.
3: So I, I mean, I, I'm just saying. It's like, also, it's I'm also like to... not that easy to just, uh, uh, just win, win a Super Bowl. Well, I, because I, I because now because now, see, I need people to to figure out what's going on. I need people to figure out what they really want. Not you, James, but people to figure out because now the Niners look the weakest of everybody left. Mm-hmm. So are they are they still expected to win? After Christmas, they weren't the favorites no more. Mm-hmm. Everybody Baltimore way better. If they play him mm-hmm. again, Baltimore gonna blow him out. So if he if he hell, a lot of people think Detroit gonna win. So yeah. everybody thinking Detroit gonna win. Kansas City and Baltimore are better. So now is it is it an expected to win situation?
1: I don't know. You you have one of the top rosters in the NFL, if not the top roster in the NFL. At some point it has to be a who is responsible and where do you go from here? And like I, I don't know what the answer is, but I certainly know I that I know like, what
2: the
3: answer is. It's
1: not firing your coach. I don't know. <laughs> you can't keep running up against the
2: same exact thing and, and expecting so, something different. So I so if they lose Sunday, you're still on this you think long and hard about firing Kyle Shanahan. No, I, I mean, well, it depends. I mean, if you get embarrassed. Yeah, they're not going to get
1: embarrassed. Well, no, but if you did.
3: Why does that matter?
1: Oh, uh, getting. Yeah, if you if get, you get beat, blown out of the NFC
3: championship game. Why does that matter?
1: Oh, I think that matters. The way you lose matters.
3: No, just like the way you win matters. <laughs> ah, <laughs> if, if, if you win, you win. I agree. If you lose, you lose. I get you.
2: Well, this this this, <laughs> this went sideways on <laughs> us, didn't it? You guys didn't expect that. No, I did not. I did not. James, the IT guy, comes in. <laughs> He's plugging uh, keyboards from, from one computer to the other, poking his head up, is it working yet? And then he pops up and says, hey, fire Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> Man, that's some <laughs> heat right there. Goodness gracious. James. Kyle leaves for one day. <laughs> And Spicy James is born, man. Hey, I, I have said, I've hinted at this before.
1: Like, look, there comes a point where it, it's got to be the right voice. You got to, like, if the voice, if you can't get past a certain point, yeah, like, you changes happen. Like, I, I don't think, like, the Mark Jackson thing in Golden State, I don't really think that was fair, per se, where you got a coach who all of a sudden got a team out of the doldrums. But I also don't know if they go on to win four championships if they didn't make that move. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it it has to be a different voice. It's got to be something different that leads you through. And hey, look, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I, I like it's just my opinion. Like I, I just don't think that in professional sports you get to keep coming up short, especially in a situation where like look, you make it to the Super Bowl and it's just a knockdown drag out. You know, sure, like whatever. I, they, it, only one team gets to win. I get it. And there's like two, the MVP and the best quarterback of this generation are waiting for whoever makes it through the NFC. It doesn't matter which team it is. It doesn't matter. You mm-hmm. do not have the best quarterback in that game. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's golf or if it's party. It, like that's, you're not even fu- in the fine. same mm-hmm. stratosphere. But so, so I'm going to say, look, if you run up against, if you make it the Super Bowl, that's one thing. But you can't just keep like getting to a certain spot, and especially if you lose in the second round of the playoffs, that's that would have been to me.
2: It would have been a major, major discussion. Yeah, losing yesterday, using losing Saturday would have been tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it starts with a discussion of firing Kyle Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely a, a it's a tough conversation because they do have the best roster in football, which is, it, I, I do think Kenny poses a very fair question. Keep talking about the best roster in football and all of this stuff, and now people talk like they're the worst team left. Yeah, so, well. like, now what are their expectations? Did they? Oh, are, are you trying to convince me they overachieved all year? <laughs> no, but they're the team who's playing, who isn't playing the best. They've played one
1: game in like four <laughs> weeks. No, but I I no no I, I get like I, I don't agree. It's just
2: they got their ass kicked by Baltimore. That's really what all of this boils down to. And yeah. and,
3: and look, and the Chiefs got their ass beat on the same day. Man. <laughs> don't know you Shout out to about the Raiders. Because they they've played they've played one more meaningful game. They played the wild mm-hmm. card game. They didn't Why did have they play with, that game? Because they,
2: they they weren't the one yeah, seed. Yeah, they weren't the one seed. Which the forty ers were. Mm which they locked up in like what week 16? Oh, 17?
3: 17. Yeah.
2: There's a good portion of this
1: season where the Niners were the best team by so far it wasn't even close. There was even I don't in-
2: know when that ended. Like I really Look, I get it but ended it, when I, like, you got beat by Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's fine. That means Baltimore is and that's fine yes. if 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 we're playing like, you know, title belts like Baltimore is 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 the champ, they got the belt. That, that means the 49ers are the number 1 contender. They're not the sixth best team in the league. Oh no, I agree. Why the hell am I so fired up about the 49ers? What <laughs> the hell is going on in here? Uh, let's uh I don't I don't I don't have a transition. Can we just can we just go now? Let's just go to break. Are you
3: oh, there goes Caitlin again. No,
2: Jesse said no. Jesse, well, let's so just look, transition. just well, go well, well, to the Kings.
3: Well, we well, well, What well, we can or some Jesse's some like my,
2: my 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 partner's here. I don't gotta listen to you two idiots anymore. <laughs> I'm cutting
3: podcasts right now, man.
2: No, you do have a lot of work um, to do today. The
3: the one thing that I feel early, and we, I think you 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 disagreed with me when we were out in the in the, in the kitchen area. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Ravens are gonna handle the Chiefs.
2: Oh yeah, I don't think that. I don't they think, think that. I
3: think
1: every time you think that. Patrick Mahomes does something stupid, crazy. That's not true. He's running straight downfield and then flings a forty-yard bomb on a line, and you're like, "How in the world did you do that?" You know what? One of my
3: the thing real quick. The thing that I don't understand is people act like Patrick Mahomes. They never lost. (laughs) No, he lost. Yeah. So how is it out of the realm of possibility that it'll happen again?
2: Well, it's not. All I said. I just don't think the Ravens are going to beat their ass. That's no, not not.
3: Not, not you, but James had his thought, and he's not alone though. Like, oh no, I everybody's don't. like, oh no, nah. Mahomes, he ain't, he ain't losing in these situations. The oh no, 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 that's
1: not what I said. I'm I'm never counting out Mahomes. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm never counting out. Mahomes So you got to see it for it
3: to happen. No, no, I'm, no What I'm, sa- because what I'm saying because if
1: he loses is, this year and he's in the same situation next year, I'm not no, counting him out. Then that's either. what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying.
3: If if he's going to go down, I you need to see it. You're not going to you're yeah, not going to pick him yeah. to lose on
1: Sunday. No, I'm I, but right. I'm I'm going to avoid that game completely.
3: Well, that's unfair. You can't do that. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean like I don't know how that game's going to go at all. <laughs> None of us do. But we're making a prediction. I, I get you, but like I, I think it just it, it boils down to one thing for me. If the Chiefs receiver's catch the ball, I don't think they
2: lose, but I, 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 but I also think Baltimore is a better football team. Like f- one through fifty three, I think much they're a better. better yeah, I do think they're a much. But, but I buffalo. I, yes, than Buffalo and Kansas City. Oh
1: yeah, I, I mean, but I, I don't think that they're markedly better than than Buffalo. Like Baltimore. Oh, I think they right.
2: are. I, I, I think, don't know. I think like they like if are. they were to play bo- Buffalo, yeah, they'd I think they are. beat
3: the brakes off of Buffalo. I, I
2: ain't gonna know. say that. Yeah, beat the like I don't, I don't think yeah. they can. I don't think they'll beat the Chiefs' ass, especially in an AFC championship. I think they would have beat – if it had been the Ravens versus the Bills, Sean McDermott might be fired because it would be one of those situ- – I, I just – I don't – and I thought the Bills were playing well. I think Baltimore's that much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but while I think they have a better football team, I don't I, – I still it, – it, it probably is the Patrick Mahomes thing. It's the Andy Reid thing too. I'm, a, I'm an Andy Reid fan. So I think the I, – I don't have a prediction for that game at all. I'm going to walk away happy with the outcome either, either way because I like both of those guys. You too. Get that's where, that's where I'm at. And no, look, I like – I don't, I don't know what you I, – I can't – Make can't, a pick. I can't tell you something that I don't believe in. I'll, 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 I'll try to make a pick by Friday, but I, I can't – No, nah, i messing with you guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, look on the ticker. I'd how be thrilled Chiefs if Lamar, Lamar You know what? They just got a really, really good test yesterday because Josh Allen – played out of his mind and just like what they're going to face with Lamar. Where that dude's Except running. Except way better.
2: Well, yeah. w- way I better. Mean, but
3: You, you say play out of his mind. They didn't contain him.
2: No. But they still <laughs> so, won. I mean.
3: Yeah, because, yeah. well, there's a number of different reasons for that. Yeah. Receivers dropping, you know, passes. Yep. Josh Allen not making the right pass when it counted. Little stuff like
2: that. Josh Allen did have a hell of a game yesterday. We've been talking about Josh thought, Allen today. So the funny I, thought, thing- I thought I thought I thought especially when you know on the ground I thought Josh Allen did a lot when you I, w- w- one thing we didn't really talk a ton about Christian McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. Like Christian McCaffrey didn't just have like chunk play like his plays were like timely. Mm-hmm. It's like a a, a a game where where De'Aaron Fox only has 12 points mm-hmm. but you know exactly when all of those 12 points happened. That's what I felt like Christian McCaffrey did. Josh Allen, a lot of those runs that he had in that in that game kept kept that game being what it was.
3: So the the funny thing about this whole interaction because this tweets circulating all over the place. Now I'll, I'll read it off just so I'm perfectly clear, real quick. So the the tweet that I had was I talked about the the Niners or Brock Purdy in his game against um, the Packers and people talking about like oh. um, you know, he had an awful game. And I said, everyone saying Purdy was awful last night with 266 total yards. Josh Allen had 252 total yards and a loss. And me talking about total yards as being nice because Josh didn't even crack 200 yards passing. They're just taking that as me saying, Josh was awful last night. No, I don't think Josh was awful. I don't think he was outstanding. Mm -mm. But I don't think he was awful. Just like I don't think Brock Purdy was awful. But I don't think you can (laughs) look at those games and say one was outstanding and the other was awful. So you know, like, like- I think they were both good in moments and spotty in moments. Josh Allen after he scored seven points in the second half.
1: Hey, look, there are plenty of people out there who think that Jordan Love was having a better game than Purdy. And I was like just they're crazy. they're both having equally marginal games. The fact that the Packers two dudes
3: dropped wide open interceptions, that's on them. And the Niners dropped the interception from one. Mm-hmm. They could have had three. Yeah. Then Yaman or Lenore had one go yep. right through his hands that probably could have went to the house.
1: But the stats, they show you that Brock Purdy was way better. And it's that the expectations of Brock Purdy and the, I guess the counter expectations of Brock Purdy are so polarizing for some reason. Which that's I'd, wild. I just don't understand. The dude was
2: really good.
1: He did not throw an interception. We can't say shoulda, coulda, woulda.
2: Brock, he had a handful of passes that were a little rough.
3: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. He also had George Kittle drop a first down. Yeah. Like like it, we could we if we want to dissect every pass play from every quarterback this weekend we can and we can try to determine who had the who had the best game? one
3: had like three passes that
2: should have been intercepted, one by two Chiefs players and yesterday. It, and that's the great thing because I just I got the stats in front. No one keeps track of almost interceptions. No. to bring up a point we made three and a half hours ago with people who were trying to kill Brock Purdy. <laughs> we'll come back. We'll talk Kings basketball with our Kings insider of the insiders, James Ham, here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN thirteen twenty.
0: So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Oh, you thought that discussion ended?
2: <laughs> nah. <laughs>
0: nah, that
2: discussion kept going. As James Hamm is here with us as... We'll get ready for the first Kings basketball game in just a little bit. For those curious, the last team um, that the Indiana Pacers beat was, in fact, Sacramento. Oh,
3: damn.
2: They've lost a couple uh, since leaving the the friendly confines uh, of the Golden 1 Center, including the big debut of Tyrese and Pascal Siakam. Uh, Tyrese, in fact, didn't play last night. I assume that's load management, injury management. Hmm. Um, But he didn't play last night in the loss to Phoenix. Uh, And now we're seeing like a shift in standings. There's a lot of games tonight. I think Phoenix actually plays again tonight. Uh, We've got Boston and Dallas. Those games have ramifications for Sacramento. Uh, But Hammer, none of it matters if the Sacramento Kings don't end their losing streak. Uh, They've got the Hawks tonight. You got a chance to be at practice. What do you think? What do we got? I heard the term mental reset, I think, from Keegan Murray on Saturday. He talked about resetting mentally. Uh, what was the vibe over the weekend at G One C?
1: Yeah, I think he said that on Sunday. Um, to be honest with you, I did not go on Sunday. I had too much show prep for this week without yeah, Kyle for sure. Um, and so I needed to stay home. It's hard and, when your partner's not and here. watch football. I was
2: preparing for that if the the Packers lost. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or if the Packers won. Excuse Packers me. Won. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> Kenny's here. Yeah, he might as well not be, but he's here.
1: Um, yeah, I think, um, man. I, I just don't see a change in their demeanor. Like, they seem fine. And it's hard to say this. They've lost four in a row. I would take those three losses that they just lost over any one of those double-digit, like, no-show games. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with those games because, like, I asked Mike Brown about this on Saturday. Just, is it nice to at least have footage that you can look at? And he's like, yeah. Like there are things that we can clean up, things that we can get better. There are also things that players do that you're like positive reinforcement, negative reinforcement. You can look at them and say, okay, this can't keep happening. I need you to clean this up. And players like, okay, I can clean that up. What I can't clean up is a 30 point loss or 40 point loss at home. I can't, like I look at the tape and like, I just burned the thing. Like there's no reason I'm going to clip out the small section where Keon Ellis was awesome. But outside of that, like, there's nothing you can, if a team doesn't show up, there's nothing you can actually do with that game film. Because it's like, okay, what do you get? Like, three minutes in, you're like, okay, energy, effort. No, you didn't try. You didn't give a second effort. You didn't give a third effort. And then when you get 10 minutes into the tape and it's the same exact thing, what are you supposed to say? But these games here, first of all, the mental mistakes of missing free throws cost them two games, straight up. They beat the Bucks if Malik Monk hits the two free throws at 18 seconds left, up it puts him up six, right? And then the two games later, they go 18 to 32 from the line. And you lose a game because you can't hit free throws. Just, it is what it is. Mm. So at some point, this team has to actually figure that situation out. But it's also one of those things where most of these players aren't horrible free throw shooters. Some of them aren't great free throw shooters, but there's a big difference between... Fox shooting 78% and shooting 71, percent or Sabona shooting 70-something percent and shooting in the 60s like he is right now. At, this team is better at what they're doing and uh, is better at shooting free throws than what we've seen, and I expect them to take a, a pretty substantial step forward, and I think it's one of those things where, again, one day they'll start falling, and they'll be fine, just like how they were a bad three-point shooting team through the first, like, 20 games of the season. Like, the laws of averages usually play out and you usually start to improve. Um, but for right now, I think there are plenty of little things that happened in the last couple of games that you can point to, that you can clean up, that you can work through on three days off and say, okay, this is how we move forward.
3: So do you, I mean, it's clear that they're going to, you know, get some time to kind of practice some stuff and maybe get some time to rest or whatever. One of the things we had talked about is, De'Aaron Fox and, in my opinion, Malik Monk not looking like themselves as of late. Do you think that they kind of needed this mental and you know even physical break uh, in the schedule to kind of regroup? Because I thought Malik hasn't looked like himself in maybe a week or so just looked a little gas, like the like yeah. the workload was, was starting to get to him a little bit. And same for De'Aaron Fox. Do you think that they come out of this? kind of refresh and have a little bounce in their step?
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, but with this team, we don't know until they get out there and they show us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's what we've learned. Don't expect anything from this team. Mm-hmm. It, whatever your expectations are, they're going to be, like, most likely they're going to be wrong on each given night. You have no idea. So, so for me, I want to see what they look like in the first quarter, what they look like in the first five minutes of the game, how the bench looks like when they come in the game for the first time, whether they've responded. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this. It's the same exact team, right? For the most part, the core eight is a core eight. Maybe a couple of tweaks here and there. The The difference is that these guys are all playing different roles than they did last season. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Malik Monk is playing almost 30 minutes a night over the last, you know, month. Kevin Herder's taken taking a, a big step back in minutes. Now he's starting to come around, but his change in minutes went from 30 down to like, I don't know, what is he at, 25, 26? Okay. Like, those are big changes. De'Aaron Fox is now averaging 28 points, not 25. You know, Sabonis is now over 20, and he's putting up a triple up, double every night. Like, these things are are taxing on players. Malik Monk playing tons of minutes and having so much more responsibility, it, it takes its toll, even for a guy like Harrison Barnes. Taking a huge step yeah, back... Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, but... Two, one, and one, that's a... Yeah, but taking that huge step back, I think sometimes you lose sight of what it is that you need to be doing. Because you're like, okay, look, I'm the fifth option. So I'm going to play the fifth option. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to be a jerk about this. I'm not going to scream and yell that I'm not getting the ball. And little by little, you start to erode who you are on the court. And so, yeah, a three-day break, look at tape, like figure it out. And maybe you come back with a refreshed, like renewed look at what you should be doing on a nightly
2: basis. Mm -hmm. I understand Mike's concern about the minutes that those guys are playing. Um, We were actually asking for Malik to play more minutes, but did anyone mention to Mike, like, hey, you don't have a choice, man, because you stopped playing Keon Ellis and Davion Mitchell. Like, you're playing one guard off your bench. That's why your other two guards are playing so much. And as KC pointed out earlier, Malik's got to play so much at times because of the struggles of Kevin Herter and the fact that you're consistently getting single-digit numbers in the scoring column from another starter and non-existent other numbers in the rest of the box score. He's trying to pick up the slack for two other starters, and the second it looks like Kevin Herter's shot's not falling, Mike doesn't go back to him.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, Kevin's down to 23.8 minutes per game. Hmm. Like that's, And he averaged 30. It so. feels
2: like Mike doesn't even like half the team at this point. <laughs> Now, I, I don't think Between that's Between Herter, Davion, and Keon, I don't even think. He he loves him some Harrison. But it yeah. feels like Mike doesn't like these other guys. No, Or, I, or you know what I mean, like what they bring I to think Kings a, basketball.
1: I think for the most part, an NBA coach, their default setting is not to play more players. It's to tighten the rotation and try to get back to who you are and then build out from there.
2: And, and you think, can't say anything about the that. minutes the guys are playing, though. That's, no. that's, that's my thing. If you're willing to I point out how many minutes they're playing, it's because of what you did with your rotation. Now, And I'm not even saying that I disagree with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just – there's a direct correlation between the way that you're coaching and the minutes those guys are playing. And, again, I can't fault him when you've got a guy who when, – when, especially in Malik where you're just searching for something offensively when when, you know, Kevin was going through his struggles – and, and Harrison going through his. I
1: think the answer, though, that he would probably give is, well, what is the alternative? That, that, right. That I lose a game because I don't play De'Aaron Fox 35 minutes? Right. Because I don't have another De'Aaron Fox sitting there. Right. And so I, I think, you know, you're kind of caught between a rock and a hard place if you're a coach. You got to try to play, you know, you know, mess with your rotations the best you can. But I also, I don't even feel like he messes. I know a lot of people, oh, he's messing with the rotations all the time. No, like basically the same seven guys play every single night. And then that last one or two pieces, he gives guys opportunities for five or six games. If it doesn't work out, he goes somewhere else.
2: It's pretty clear cut. Well, it depends. But if there's a blowout in there, that changes.
1: Well, right? That just because changes how much someone's going to play.
2: Well, right. But that'll that's where you'll see Colby Jones play or that I mean that's where we saw Keon Ellis play. Keon's probably yeah. a better example. That's where we saw Keon Ellis playing blowout minutes. Mike liked it and all of a sudden Keon Ellis was playing. Yep. And then out of nowhere he wasn't.
1: Yeah. And again, I, I don't know what to make of all of that, but I, what I will say is with young players, you give them a stretch and I think what you could see is Keon started to tail off. He he wasn't hitting his shots nearly as much. He wasn't as active. And so sometimes it's rebooting a player and pulling him back. Plus, I, with Keon specifically, there's also this issue: you only get 50 games with Keon. We're 41 games into the season. Like, but we, he's
2: been dressed for virtually all of them. Hasn't well, he? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We
1: are approaching the moment where Keon Ellis will not be able to play anymore. Yeah. And you have you have two choices: you either just leave him in the G League and he's down there, or you got to sign him for the rest of the year.
3: Is that? Um... I always get confused. Is that actual? Um,
1: it's 50 games now. It used to be it, up is with it the
3: team. games that he gets in? mm mm-hmm. It's just games he he's Okay. Yeah, he dresses. I, always, I, always, I can't ever remember
2: uh, which one. It is. The games that don't count is if he's, like, hurt. Like, he was out Like a couple of He was here, but he was out a couple of those games. Like, he was ruled out. Those games didn't count. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't even mention Chris Duarte, who went from starting oh. to not playing at all. Yeah. I think that experiment
1: had run his course, too. Mm-hmm. And what do you do, though? Like, Chris Warte comes in the first game, 12 points, 7 rebounds. He gets all these offensive rebounds and puts them back. And here but, you are, the next three games, he gets, like, zero rebounds. Right. So, like, you give somebody an opportunity. He got six games. And then it's like, look, I, I got to go back to I got to try to get Kevin back to who he was because that's when we're at our best. I, I it mean, was you six guys, games as a starter. I think it was six games straight that as a
2: starter. Stupid. That was dumb. Well, yeah, but a, sometimes bad, you have to give bad. five or six games for a no, player. But he shouldn't have gotten any. Yeah. Kevin Herter shouldn't have been benched. Well,
1: I mean, you could see Kevin's stats leading up to that benching. Yeah, but, but,
2: yes, you absolutely could. Like they were they they were rough. I'd argue, one, not an excuse. This started in training camp. Mm-hmm. And two, uh, I still wanted to have benched him. I would have trusted him to shoot at it. We saw this last year. Yeah. Mike was on the sideline. Maybe it wasn't as drastic, but there were ups and downs with would hurt her all year last no, um, Yeah, for a lot of the year last year. He had year. six weeks in the middle of the season where it was like, oh, no. No, this year he did it at the start of the season.
1: <laughs> no, I, I agree. Last year at the start of the season, he was really good. And I know someone in the chat brings up, hey, how come James is being so hard on Kyle Shanahan but with Mike Brown? It's like <laughs> – Hey, <laughs> hey, bro! Seven years in San Francisco, <laughs> nah, a year and a half in Sacramento. Not quite the same. <laughs> That's thing. why we're we're looking at two totally different things: building a franchise that has been nothing but trash for sixteen years, and getting them in the playoffs. Like James okay now, carrying the water for Mike Brown. <laughs> okay, while he's trying to fire Carl Shanahan. Yeah, yeah. That's we're funny. we're talking about apples and apples here.
3: Hey, so um, I wanted to ask you guys something before. We got out of here, and wanna make on sure the air, or anything. off the air, like uh, uh, on the air, maybe this feel serious. Um, <laughs> so, you yeah, guys saw some of these rumors that oh, popped yes. up over the weekend.
2: Yep. Yep, 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 yep,
3: Miles Bridges was in Miles Bridges and the Kings' interest from the Kings was reported. We don't know how real it is, but
2: I believe that there was a specific term that was used: exp- exploratory. Conversations, exploratory trade conversations. I think what it was, it was Sacramento and and two other teams. Miles Bridges,
1: who put his wife in the hospital two years ago, is a popular trade target. Sacramento, Detroit, and Dallas are mentioned as teams who have shown interest. I, I would ask, though, mentioned by who? So, mm-hmm. like, I, I know Matt Moore. I've known Matt for a long time. Like, we were true hoop guys together. I don't know where he gets his information. He has all kinds of stuff in his information, but two things on number one, this wasn't mentioned in the Kings write-up. It was only mentioned in the Charlotte write-up. I don't, I'm not sure why that is. Mm -hmm. If you're going to say that that's something, then you probably should mention it in both teams write-ups, right? If miles bridges and there's, there's interest from the Kings, then it should be in the Kings where you're listing the other players are interested in. So I'm slightly confused by that. But the other thing is, like, look, you probably need to say more than mentioned as a potential if you're talking about a player who, again, put his wife in the hospital in a vicious and pled guilty way. Like, because that's that now puts the Kings, like, on the clock here. Like, what are we doing here? Are, are you really interested? Are you down that route? Cause I, I, because... so I have
2: I have a thought on this type of stuff, especially when you hear the way stuff is worded and how it's mentioned. Like hey hey hey, Mitch, it's uh Mitch Kupchek, it's Monty McNair here. You know we we really like PJ Washington, man. We have a a strong interest in PJ Washington. Like what 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 would that look like? Well, uh, you know, I'm I'm not sure we're interested in moving PJ just yet. Like we've fielded a couple of calls about Miles Bridges, but nothing on PJ yet. Oh, what's Miles look like? Oh, you you're know, on the we, hook now. It's interesting. Th- there it is. You're on like, the- no, but but it, get, hey, what's what's oh, uh, what's, what's what's the Miles conversation look like? Oh, uh, you know, we're looking we're just we're looking for a rotational player. He's not going to be back here. We're looking for someone we can add to our bench, like whatever. Okay. Well, we'd really like PJ. Mm-hmm. PJ is who we're interested in and and if you, you know, he, 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 let's 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 try to work out the framework of what this might look like. Uh, get back to me in a week. Let's see what we could figure out. Bye. All of a sudden, the Kings and and, and Hornets had a conversation about Miles Bridges. Yeah. It could, it, and I swear to you, this is real life. It could be as simple as that.
1: Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as that. I, I just, I'm not sure if I if I'm the franchise, I come out quickly and say no.
2: That's we're not going there. And then, but yeah, but see, but you probably don't do that because you're undercutting Mitch Kupchak at that point. Right. And if you want to do business, you. Just, I, I get what you're saying. I completely get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Politically, you probably can't do that. They can do whatever they want. They've proven that time and time again. Fans can be mad at a conversation from a reporter they don't know. If you wrote it, it's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, If you wrote it, it's very different. They don't know who Matt Moore is. No, I, I get you. I would just tell you, too, that's going to be
1: not a really – Nope. One or two rough days. That's going to be an extended period of very, very rough conversations. So that uh, we are having. That, that man I was, am writing
2: about. That man was booed but, every time he touched the ball yeah. here.
1: But not like Josh Giddy was booed, and that's where yes, we discussed this. I I think it was. You. I thought
2: Miles was booed louder. No, Josh Giddy. Not was? even remotely. Oh, you're close. right. You're right. I every mix time. That one, sorry. And the
1: excuses. Some you're people right. said, "Well, it's been a year," and I'm like, "Okay, but." Josh Giddy, they never did come up with any evidence of anything, mm-hmm. and the dude's getting booed like crazy. Mm. If anyone missed the stuff on Miles Bridges, you can go look it up. It is vicious, man. You had little kids going. the The mom had the kids on on uh, Instagram doing like videos where they're talking about daddy beating mommy. Mm. Like this was not okay. Like the whole entire scene was brutal, and her injuries were were extreme, and like, look, he pled guilty, or at least he pled no contest. I don't know. It's either guilty or no, uh,
3: or no contest. Well, those aren't
2: th- those aren't the same thing. That, yeah, th- from yeah. a legal, that's and important to point out f- legally. But I don't think not there's I'm ever. For this.
3: I don't think there's ever a
2: time where you can you can just make you can make that move. I could. Well, I couldn't imagine. Can, that- can we point one other thing out before you continue? Mm-hmm. He hasn't exactly kept his nose clean. Uh, that's the other thing too. Nope. Yeah. Like it's not like, uh, hey, that was a horrible mistake. You know, it was awful. It was a one-time thing. <laughs> it's not. Right. Like It hasn't well, been a one-time we, we thing. We talked
3: about after, in his first press conference, and he had the press conference, and I, I thought, you know, just trying to be fair to the man we were like, the things he said yeah. in the press conference, I mean, that's it's kind of what you – that's you all you can expect is, like, yep. what he said. Yep. Um, and then all you can do after that is followed up with genuine actions, and he hasn't necessarily done that. So I I don't there's there's to me if I was Monty McNair there's just no way I could make that move and and that's and and that's a separate there's a separate conversation be had I think as opposed to like you could ever make that move for anybody you know what I mean and what he's even doing in the league at this point like if if you let him in the league like he's he should be to a certain degree fair game for everybody to Treat him like a regular player. I just know, I don't think I could do that if I was Monty McNair for a number of different reasons. Moving forward, I, I just I couldn't see a scenario. Well, to be I'm tested like, okay.
2: this summer because he's going to be a free agent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think he'll be back in Charlotte. And
1: he did. He pled no contest, but he was sentenced to three years probation, required to complete a 52-week domestic violence uh, counseling program. Fifty-two weeks of parenting classes
2: and a hundred hours of community service. Sure, feels like he's violated that probation at least three times. <laughs> right. Like, I don't well, know, I, I mean, the, I, I guess I'm not. I'm not. I just the guess billiards I just ball thing was wild. Yeah, yeah like, yeah, that, that was that, was, was, that was, it was insane. That was crazy, man. Yeah, so I, I just it didn't violate his probation. <laughs> so just, just, I don't know enough about I, the legal system.
3: I just couldn't see a scenario where that's the GM Monty, Monty could do it. I I, I don't see it. I don't see it.
2: No, you yeah, I don't I posed the question in the off season. Yeah, I just I don't see it. And either. I think
3: that's a I think that's a, a fair question. Like I said, it's it's a fair question. The answer could be no.
2: Mm-hmm. Hell no, but I think it's yeah. it like our Keegan Murray and Bridges conversation. That yeah, was very good. We we walk through that on, on the air and you, you you have a conversation, you get to a conclusion. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And people are throwing out names all over the place, like whether it's not Ter- the same, where it's Terrence Davis not or it's Darren Collison. First of all, the Kings suspended Darren Collison for the first eight games of, I don't know, with the 2016 17 season um, because of, he, he pled guilty. And again, not the same, not the same um, at all. The Terrence Davis thing, not the same. And like, it, you can look it up, uh, like, what, and that was while he was with the Toronto Raptors mm-hmm. um and they had conversations they went and like investigated what had happened before they made that trade and everything else like they did their due diligence I guess according to them um but again like it's those aren't good situations and that's why I think you you just don't go down that path and if it's out there you're like yeah no I'm not we're not part of that
2: I, get, I got you. Um, I'm glad you brought that up. That that, that needed to be discussed today. Uh, we are going to head over to 102.5. Uh, we've got a key word to throw out for your chance to see Jodeci in Las Vegas. we got tickets to the Sacramento Comedy Festival. We have a huge week uh, on 102.5. If you want to go check us out uh, over there, James is headed off to the game. Uh, We've got more Kings coverage here on ESPN 1320, but make sure you're tapped in with us beginning with the insiders tomorrow at 10 AM here on Sacramento sports leader ESPN 1320. Vamos Kings like the beam.
4: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds.